1: what is up, everybody? This is Double G for Fight Game Media. This is Super Cut 2, a Jeremy Finestone production. Uh, Jeremy took some of the best hits, the best segments from our recent Fight Game Media Network Plus content. And you're going to hear four parts. Part one, Keila Cash and Scott Young from The Rap talking about CM Punk showing up at the Survivor Series. Paul Fontaine and Ryan Frederick in part two from In the Clinch, talking about the PFL buying Bellator and uh, everything that 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 means. And uh, Kevin Ely and James B McDaniel from the Boom, they're talking AEW talent that's possibly left out there. Um, actually, no, they're ta- they're grading the AEW talent. Uh, that's possibly left for WWE. And then Sh- Sam Shipman and Mel Gray of the Power Bombshells invite friend of the show, friend of the Discord, friend of Fight Game Media, Lisa Gifford. And the three of them talk about changes uh, for Ring of Honor for 2024. Also, tomorrow, uh, I will have a interview that I did with friend of alumnus of Fight Game Media Network, Robert Silva. We're going to talk Andre Ward, his new book, the Showtime documentary on his life and boxing career, and also just the state of boxing in 2024. Uh, and, and as you know, Robert and I, we're, we're pop culture historians and nerds about this stuff. So, you know, the conversation delved into uh, other stuff. So that'll be on this feed as well. And then early... Uh, well, it'll be early this week Which is the 5 Star Joshi Show uh, Scott is uh, Scott Edwards is really kicking butt with his show And uh, lots of people are downloading it Checking it out So if you're a fan of Joshi Wrestling Be ready for that I think it'll be a day early Probably Thursday of this week uh, The one other thing I wanted to mention Is for 2024 We're going to make some changes To what we do at Fight Game Media I'm not going to say what those are now Uh, hopefully for the better for everyone uh you know we have a lot of we have a lot of irons in the fire and i'm trying to uh kind of just make it more simple for where our content can be so keep your ears out and your eyes open on all of our socials which is on uh you can see the show notes in in this podcast and, and find us uh, and the, we'll make some announcements on that stuff in the very, very near future. So, all right, check it out. Here we go. It is super cut to electric boogaloo.
0: Dude, how's it going? doing all right. I uh I figured I'd have a muffin today, you know, since we're having a conversation. I figured we I figured I'd have a muffin, you know, uh since we're having a little scrum ourselves. Um, I'm a little salty, you know. My guy uh my guy Miz didn't come away with the title, but that's okay. I got muffins.
2: <laughs> you got muffins. How do the muffins taste? Mm. They're pretty good.
0: Little bites. Shout out the little
2: bites. Little bites, delicious bites. And we already got the comments coming in already, coming in hot because I wonder what could have possibly happened at Survivor Series tonight. We got our guy, Jeremy Finestone from the Fight Game Media family shouting it out saying, I'm here to watch the world burn with the return of CM Punk.
0: <laughs> Listen, I want to give a shout out to celebrate Ryback's retirement. Um, I saw that tweet as well, Mister uh, Mister Back, sir. And uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's 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 go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah. No speech needed. Just wrap it up. One tweet. I'm done, and we're good.
2: Ven Kid is also here to celebrate Ryback's retirement from pro wrestling because C. A. Punk is back. It is a double celebration. It is going down. Ryback has officially retired from the game because. The one and only CM Punk has returned to WWE. We got Dan L in the house as well. Hell froze over and right back now has to retire since he said he would if CM Punk returned to WWE, LOL. Doing the Lord's work. Do- CM Punk doing the Lord's work. You know,
0: even those who don't like him can celebrate that.
2: Yes. And then we have our girl, Sam, talking about little bits are good. So recommendation. product placement we are not paid for by little bits on this show. Like (laughs) WWE had Ruffles, Slim Jim. We need a little bits endorsement. Okay, so Scott, eat some more of those and maintain your temper.
0: I I don't know about the temper part, uh, but I'm definitely going to have at least one more during this show. I'm sorry now.
2: And then Jeremy comes back. I'm sorry. I'm here to watch the universe burn with the return of CM Punk. Not the world, the universe. Branding is everything, Jeremy. We do appreciate you for that. As we are just getting into some absolute news, let's not bury the leech, Scott. Let's just get into it right now. Let's fast forward to the end of WWE Survivor Series War Games. we got the trademark WWE watermarks showing up on screen. We think we're going off the air immediately right before 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern. And then we hear Cody's music transition to cult of personality and crazily enough the song was remastered for re-release just 24 hours prior and then the one and only Philip Brooks returns to WWE for the first time in nearly 10 years has not been seen anywhere near WWE since the warrior rumble in 2014 in Cleveland Ohio his last ever appearance in WWE and look where we are right now we talked about this for months After he got cut by AEW back in August and early September, what would his next move be? And we both said, WWE, where would it be? Survivor Series, where is Survivor Series? Chicago. And sure enough, despite all of the people being quiet on the WWE front, CM Punk returns to WWE.
0: This might be one of the best kept secrets WWE has ever had since probably John Cena returning from that torn peck at the Royal Rumble. I I mean, like you, you know, you heard the back and forth, you know, Hey, he's coming back. We don't know if he's coming back. Our sources are saying that they could come back, but he might not plans change. Who knows? And then they even, they gave you the banner. That was very well done. You give the entire match, great finish crowds going crazy. Everyone's celebrating. It's going off the air. And here that man comes, you know. Came back with the Wolverine cut, you know. I I get it. I respect it. Um, I I just think it was really well done. I I it got me out of my seat. I'm excited to see what comes next. I'm excited to see who he goes after first. I'm excited to see him his first promo. Like, let's keep it a buck. They didn't really give us a lot, you know what I mean? Like. They did not give us a lot as far as CM Punk. You got to see him. He came out. He got the crowd. You know, he he got him to do his clobber in time. And then they kind of cut it. They cut it kind of quick. You know, like I was like, dang, I can't see him get in the ring. I can't see him look at somebody. They just cut it in. Let me tell you one other thing WWE does really well and really fast. Them video packages. The match just ended and they done cut a video package of it. Incredible.
2: Listen. The WWE production team works so damn fast. Like, it's lightning quick. Like, they inserted him right in there at the tail end. Like, holy shit, this is real. They're busy. And we got to laugh at Venkin once again saying, we all need to thank Jack Perry for this. Yes, think about this, y'all. Jack Perry is still suspended by AEW three months later. And CM Punk got a bag with WWE just in time for Christmas.
0: Jack Perry's doing the devil's work. (laughs) Um, but, uh, that's a whole nother story. Listen, I just, I just think where we are right now is crazy to think about. Um, we'll see how long it lasts. You know, let's, you know, it's not like he, he's still seeing punk. So we'll see how long it lasts. But for right now, very, very exciting times. Um, I, again, whenever he, whenever they, you know, advertise him to show up, I think he's going to get a really good rating because people are going to be interested. What does he have to say? Especially if they give him a live mic.
2: A live mic. What is he going to say? His first promo is going to be fascinating as to what he's going to say and the axes he has to grind and the shade he's going to throw at various people to come back to a place he hated, he belittled just a couple of years ago, saying in 2021, I return to professional wrestling. And 2023 goes back to the land of sports entertainment.
3: Yeah, we have to talk about the PFL acquisition of Bellator MMA. So uh Brian uh, fill them in while I try to find this yeah, press release to look has, at the difference between what you say and Yeah, it has
4: finally it has finally happened. The worst kept secret, one that we've known about. PfL has has acquired Bellator. I will not say it you cannot say they've purchased it because this was not a cash purchase. This was a stock purchase, which is interesting, raises a lot of questions, a lot of questions. And I feel like you know it raises the the big biggest question that it raises to me is is paramount probably could have sold Bell tour for cash money to somebody somebody but uh but the uh, paramount paramount is retaining uh, minority ownership I don't know how much ownership they're retaining retaining but uh but yeah but uh PFL has acquired Bellator and from there on out everything is kind of I don't know. Even after you listen to Don Davis, everything kind of seems a clusterfuck, in my opinion, about how they're doing things, doing things. Uh, What they're going to do? PFL said they're going to have five different kind of like promotions inside a promotion. It's, it's uh, what they call. Let me see, see five franchises. The PFL League season, which is going to be, be what they do do you know have the regular season the playoffs the finals the pay-per-view super fight division the challenger division the international division and then bellator and what they're going to do with bellator they said is they're going to have eight shows a year underneath the bellator branding but they're all going to be international shows so and fighters are going to bellator fighters are going to have the option of staying in bellator or going or entering the pfl PFL uh, season format, which I'm not sure how that's going to work based on how fighter contracts are contracts are. And, uh, and uh, they said something about how they're going to do champion versus champion fights, but there's going to be no titles on the line. It's for bragging rights, bragging rights, because technically uh, the guys, the, the six fighters who win, who win the title on, on a Friday this coming week, this coming Friday, and the million dollars, they actually are not champions going into next year because the title essentially becomes yeah, becomes vacant because bacon every year, vacant yeah. every year. So, so that's that's always been a weird thing to me. Like you're never like you're you're promoted as a champion, but you're 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 basically not a traditional champion in the sense of, of UFC. And, no,
3: it's more like it's more like a like yeah. you know if the um. Kansas City Chiefs would be the defending Super Bowl champions. Yeah, yeah right. It's, it's like, it's like it's,
4: yeah, yeah. But like, but like, you wouldn't be like, you know, for instance, you're not defending. Leon, your, you're not Leon uh, Edwards going into going into a fight against Colby Covington, defending your title.
3: Theoretically, uh, the champion could lose, you know, a, a fight next year and still win the championship at the end of the year. Yeah. So, so, so um,
4: uh, yeah. Biggest, so some big questions that people are asking. Yeah. The uh, lightweight Bellator tour lightweight world Grand Prix that's going on right now uh, no answer on to what's happening with that and okay. it might just flat out get canceled canceled hmm. so so they uh, uh, let's see and uh uh television deals I have heard that the eight bell tour shows are going to be on Paramount plus not confirmed that's just a rumor going around. We'll kind of find out that might have been the reasoning for, for Paramount holding minority ownership and And they, they, yeah. Yeah. And they've, uh, and Don Davis, when he was on Ariel's show, he said he's going to be announcing a TV deal in a couple of weeks for PFL. I have heard they're staying on ESPN and I have heard it's a two year deal. Not, this is not confirmed. It's not confirmed until now. Now this is just word going around. I have, and I have not got it confirmed, nor have I actually tried to get it confirmed. Oh, this is just scuttlebutt going around that they're going to be on ESPN still, still, and uh, and yeah, yeah. Do you, think they're and, getting,
3: do you think they're getting paid? Uh, very little,
4: honestly.
3: Yeah, if if anything, yeah, um, they might be getting the production paid for. Yeah, yeah um so a couple things that i don't think you mentioned that that i got from the press release and you can tell me if this is if they're you know if you if you just missed this or if maybe it's yeah. bullshit um so the these international championships and i i also think one thing that is just a theory that i have and i well i, I have some information that maybe backs up my theory but um i think the reason that they're doing these eight international shows is because they actually do have international TV deals. Yeah. Um, in, I know f- the biggest one would be um, sky, I believe it is in the UK. Um, and that's why they run shows in Ireland all the time and uh, you know, in London. And so I would imagine, you know, and they'll do, they'll do France and they'll do Italy, uh, probably Israel. Um, and those shows will air, you know, in a good time slot in those countries. Yeah, yeah um, that that yeah. makes
4: it that makes complete complete sense. And there there's a reason, there has to be a re. Nobody said anything. There's definitely a reason why they're keeping the Bellator brand yeah. going because it makes no sense to. No,
3: so, and they probably got to let those contracts run out. So yeah. it's kind of like um, when uh, I think I can't remember who it was. Impact when they got bought and they had the Indian TV deal. And it was the only thing that was making them any money. So yeah. they, they kind of, whoever bought them had to agree to keep running these shows yeah. because um, you know, because they, they had that contract. Now they also talk about the Bellator shows are each going to have two title fights. So every Bellator event is going to have two, they said two compelling co-main fights, fighting competing for championship belts. So I guess, you know, they're, they're going to keep these titles going. Um And, uh, you know, and then you said, so on the P, but on the PFL shows, it's going to be, so they have, you mentioned the PFL league season, the pay-per-view super fights, the challenger series, the international leagues. So I guess it's the international leagues where they're going to have champions fighting champions. Is that? Well,
4: the international leagues are going to be more like the PFL Europe shows.
3: Oh, okay. 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 So these are like almost like qualifiers. Yeah. Yeah, like where guys are fighting for – yeah, like that PFL um, Europe thing was everyone got a – you were competing for a spot in next year's tournament, I think it was is what the, the end goal was. So yeah, I think, the, yeah, they, they had a few different divisions. So, I mean, I will say, like – yeah, I know what you're saying about it being a clusterfuck. I think they have, like, an idea of what they want to do. Um, Oh, yeah, and they also mentioned that they're going to have a landmark mega event – In 2024, PFL champions versus Bellator champions.
4: Yeah, possibly Um, in February, maybe, or maybe later in the year.
3: So, is this what you were talking about with the where there will be no belts on the line and it's just bragging rights? Is that? Yeah. yeah, Okay. Okay. Nobody's buying that
4: show. Yeah. Don Davis's exact quote when he talked to Scott Fontana of the New York Times, I believe. Yeah. New York, whatever. What? Forget what paper he writes for exactly, but uh, his exact quote to Scott was. Was uh, was while Bellator belts will be continue will continue to be defended, the PFL champion versus Bellator champion event stakes are for bragging rights between the champions, no actual title on okay. the
3: line. I love this. Uh, this is from their press release. MMA with six hundred fifty million global fans is the third largest fan base of all sports worldwide bullshit mma is a sports growth business of this decade with its current 1.75 billion industry revenue projected to grow 10 annually to 4 billion by 2032 bullshit. of that 4 billion how much is ufc like 3.99 yeah. yeah it's <laughs> always
4: funny that it's these other companies that are telling <laughs> those kind of those kind of things and ufc doesn't
3: i know and but ufc is the one that's getting like yeah. almost all this money yeah, it's like, um, and, and let's be honest, like, I'm not trying to bash people, but when
4: I see Don Davis talk, I I see he, I see a Carney talking. I think he's so full of shit on a lot of this stuff. This would be like the uh,
3: CFL bragging like, about, you know, in North America, the, the annual TV deals are, you know, like $25 billion. Meanwhile, you know, like, yeah, like 24 and a half is in the NFL. And, and I'm going to
4: get into something, something here in a bit, bit about, a, about a, a certain promotion, but, uh. But then you have, uh, have Don Davis like, saying, like, like of the Fight Matrix ranked fighters, like, yeah, UFC I, has 35% I, of them, and we have 35% of them. When, when you actually go look at the Fight Matrix top 25 in each division, you can tell that's easily bullshit that UFC has a vast majority of them.
3: No, you Other know how were. they get that number, right? Because they're including women's featherweight. Yeah. um And, uh, you know, like, they're including divisions that UFC doesn't have.
4: Yeah, but you then, know, like, but then, you, but then, but then, UFC has, has I think three or four divisions that they don't have. So right, so they they leave those out. Yeah, they, so they don't <laughs> include those. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, the combined roster of PFL and Bellator boasts thirty percent of its fighters independently rank, world ranked in the top twenty-five yeah, of their respective yeah. weight classes. And here's another That's thing.
4: Good. Here's another thing for Bellator fighters. Like I know a lot of people like to leave UFC for Bellator. Because of the sponsorship thing, now if they go to PFL, they're having to wear uniforms again, again. But they're allowed to have one sponsor patch on, uh, one sponsor patch on theirs, one personal sponsor patch. On, unlike UFC, but but man, those fighters who, you know, I I can't imagine PFL is going to pay as good as Bellator was. No, let's be honest. No, they're I not- mean
3: you do have that carrot of the million dollar tournament, but yeah. Uh, PFL is prime time on ESPN, ESPN and plus fun, in the U S and, and broadcast and, and streamed in 150 countries with 20 premium media distribution partners. Yeah. That's carny and, bullshit.
4: And now another thing too, is if you're bouncing between fighting on Bellator cars and fighting in the PFL series, you're having to fight under two different sets of rules now too. Oh yeah. You right. Have, Cause you can have elbows and all that, you know, all the, you know, your standard rules that you see in the UFC and Bellator. Like elbows on the mat, but during the PFL seasons, like you can't do any of that stuff. So it's like, you know, this, you know, you're going to have fighters fighting under different sets of rules for each fight. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lot. You know, just, there's, they still have a lot to figure out from, from the way, yeah, way it comes off.
3: I, I, I predict, uh, next year, the year after, at this time, we're going to be talking about how, uh, PFL bought one MMA, but, that's my prediction for <laughs> that's my yeah. out of out of the park prediction for uh, I, I uh, I'll will get more into one here in a few minutes. Okay, all right. Uh anything else on this before we move on? No, I think we kind of covered everything for the most part. All right. Yeah, I uh I think I think your uh, your your information was better than the uh than the information from uh that they gave us. Um all right. Our question of the week and I imagine this is where we're going to get into one with the PFL acquisition of Bellator what does this mean going forward for other non UFC promotions so you're talking obviously one um even, I mean, talking, talking, even like, talking
4: even talking PFL but we're talking one combate what other right. promotions are trying to not like to but
3: them. not like LFA or anything like that like you you know people that like to think of themselves as a major league yeah, yeah right yeah um I think, like, personally, like, I don't think anything's going to change immediately, but I do think at some point, I think PFL is going to just try to, like, swallow these companies up and pretend like they're a competitor. That That's my gut, but who knows? Okay, so I read something that brought this question
4: on. is something interesting I read about one. Uh, I'm And when you kind of read the article, it's, it's on Bloody Elbow. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Paul. I didn't send, no, no. send it to you. Uh, one might not exist by the end of 2024. Uh, oh, okay. Their, their financial runway is expected to expire in 2024. They have laid off more staff. They're running out of money. Uh, the, they've had accumulated losses of $383 million as of 2021. Uh, the, the people who are financing it are about to pull out. Pull out. They're, they're, uh, they're promotions under pressure to secure additional funding and uh they uh, and according to this bloody Ar- bloody elbow article one championship only generated between 5 and 8 million dollars in revenue in 2022 22 Don't and uh, that much and what they have what they have done in the past one championship has used barter transactions or non-cash deals which inflated the majority of the revenue they reported so basically basically they've been doing a lot of illegal stuff that were if they were based in the US US would be illegal. So it's almost
3: like a Ponzi deal. It sounds yeah.
4: Like. It's we've always talked about how this is like just just a, you know, either a Ponzi scheme or a or a money laundering scheme scheme this yeah. promotion. And it definitely looks like that. That just uh,
3: I mean as bad as PFL is, like this sounds worse. Yeah. I don't see
4: There's and you're talking about PFL swallowing up. There's no way you would want to swallow up one. They're in such such and they're they're probably
3: they're probably scheduled to like four four shows on Prime this year,
4: yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, I heard they're doing
3: like a US tour or something,
4: yeah, but I don't think they're getting paid for it. I don't think they get paid. (laughs) anything for amazon for Amazon I said that I said that from the get-go it, it was always funny yeah. how, how you know everybody everybody Ari wanting oh this is such a big deal for one championship in MMA and there was never any terms terms of an no. agreement announced which painted us out which to me whenever there's never terms of announcement between terms of anything released released between between a sports league and a prom- and a television partner it really is means like i don't think they're getting paid <laughs>
3: so, no it's it's usually it's pre programming either they're getting a cut of the advertising money or they're getting yeah, the production paid yeah, for it
4: sounds like a bartering deal that they're talking about barter yeah. transaction deal yeah. uh but uh but yeah i mean I and then somebody... when, you, when
3: you you mentioned you mentioned combate and they they're on paramount plus as well right
4: yeah, their shows are aired on Paramount Plus. Yeah, but I don't think so. If, if paid PFL for
3: that. is, if Bell, if no, but if if Bellator is going to be on Paramount Plus, they that could end up, you know, I I are they going to do both promotions? I guess they could, or is Paramount Plus going to boot Combate? I guess yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. I mean, it's just funny. Like, like I don't,
4: you know, I don't think MMA, MMA, like it can have like other organizations exist for fighters, but I don't think it's, it's a sport that can sustain having a strong number two, like pro wrestling, like pro wrestling can sustain having a strong, strong number two. Your number two is never going to, is never going to catch your number one. And, and, but that should never, I mean, be honest, AEW is not going to catch WWE in certain ways. It's never going to catch their business number, numbers, numbers. They could, you never know what could happen as far as like television ratings ratings. That's all, that's all swingy, you know, and definitely not going to catch them while WWE's hot, hot, but you don't know how, you know, we, we've seen in, in the wrestling business, everything, everything's kind of a roller coaster. Some years you're hot, some years you're not, you're not. But, uh, but if, if you can just be like, Hey, you don't, you can be, it's a good thing to be a strong number two because you're, you're focused, your focus should not necessarily be number one it should be running a profitable company regardless of your number one number two number three your goal should be running a profitable company which which in the pro wrestling side side it looks like pro wrestling can can sustain two at least two profitable company companies we'll see aw i mean you know usually usually start Usually, no matter what business you start up, whether it's a wrestling thing, like I'm in the bar in, bar industry as my shoe job, you usually start up a bar, you're looking at two years before, two to three years before you're profitable. Profitable should be the same in wrestling. And of course, the pandemic,
3: pandemic right.
4: hurt hurt a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, I think so the advantage maybe, they have maybe, is
3: they got a billionaire backing them. Yeah, so. maybe
4: a tradition, maybe if you started a company in 2019 and then you had two, two to three years of pandemic, you know, maybe the goal of being profitable within three years should be pushed to be profitable within five years. But, uh, but, but when it comes to MMA, like, like there's so many, so much costs involve yeah. far more than far more than pro wrestling. Honestly, honestly, I think it's much more expensive to put on MMA shows and, and we've seen S- strike force, blood money, belt bled money. One is bleeding money. PFL is probably bleeding money. All these companies are bleeding money, and UFC was bleeding money for a long time, and then they got the huge television deals that turn everything around. And it's and the pay per view, yeah, pay per view as well. Um, I would say I, I think it's really hard for any other company to like to be strong to be strong. It's just it's really hard in MMA.
3: I, yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's just MMA either. Like if you look at the history of secondary leagues in pro sports, yeah, um, you know, it's very like Bellator has been around for 15 years, and that's almost unprecedented for yeah. you know like a and, and for most of that most of that 15 years, I would say they're a fairly relatively healthy number two. Like they're not close to number one, but you know they, it was a viable alternative for fighters um you know and for a long period of time they had decent tv ratings um you know when they were on when they were on spike they were doing good numbers um mtv2 they were doing great for that network
5: okay let's okay cody rhodes how do you how do you grade wwe's handling of him oh a
6: clear a right clear a a a. plus if maybe even i don't yeah. know if it could have been any better
5: The only thing I would have done different would be the Mania match. The Mania match. winning instead of waiting a year. Um, Jade, great entrance. I don't know what's been happening with her since.
6: Uh, So she's off. She's just sort of got shown a couple of times. She basically made an appearance in each show once. Okay, And then um, Triple H got asked about it at the press conference this weekend. And this was, you'll appreciate this. He said... Um, we're working with her. We want her to be ready for anything we throw at her. So we're going to wait until we know she's ready. Okay. And unfortunately, uh, it turned out she was not as prepared as we thought she would be. Ooh. So basically like a total backhanded slap of saying like, we're going to put her through our training because she was not well-trained. Gotcha. So how would you rate
5: that? Like they've, every appearance has been handled well.
6: In a way, I think I would almost say, A, because they definitely made her feel like a huge deal. They're having yes. her like cross paths with Charlotte right off the back. They're treating her like a superstar. I'm comfortable with that. And yeah. if I'm to give them the benefit of the doubt on this, the right thing to do to hold off on debuting her until it's the right time and they feel like she's ready. Uh-huh then I would say that's a, that's to their favor as well. Like some people yeah. are saying, well, they're holding off until Royal Rumble. So they're going to work on her, right. keep training, get her more comfortable working WWE style, and then bring her in at the Rumble and have her have a big showcase several minutes of Rumble yeah. leading to a Mania match. And I'm like, I can't agree with that. If that's what they yeah. do, that's an A. Let's say TBD
5: slash A, like leaning yeah. towards A. Okay. Brian Pillman, I'm sure, like, his he's, his new look looks good. That's all I know.
6: Yeah, he just seems like a dork. Yeah, I've only seen little clips and he just looks like his name's horrible. His name's horrible.
5: Yeah. yeah. I can't even remember it now. Let's give that a D. Okay. And we know CM Punk's gonna be an A plus. I think giving him the mic with six minutes left instead of starting out the show may be the smartest move anybody's ever, yeah. ever made. That's, you that's give him really just, smart. Yeah. if he's only going to get in the important stuff, if he only has six minutes, mm-hmm. if you give him three hours, yeah. he's going to take a lot more of that than you wanted him to have. It's going to be really funny to movie. see,
6: to see how he gets embraced over time. Like I'm yeah. already seeing on, on X that, um, one of the trending topics was uh PG punk. <laughs>
5: Oh man, I'm uh this is gonna be fascinating. is this, this what a time yeah. to be a wrestling yeah. fan. So um, generally
6: we're like A A D A. Like Yeah,
5: I think that's fair. And again, Jade and Jaden and punk punk can change. This is way too early. And the thing is, for Pillman to be for Pillman to be a B or an A, he simply needs to be more successful
6: than he was in AEW. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't that successful in AEW. He was his ceiling. His ceiling is only going to be a B minus, probably.
5: Right, right. So I'm excited. I'm not excited to see what they do with him. Yeah. Very excited to see what they do with Jaden Punk. Yep. Um. Okay. So, do you want? Okay. All right. Let's start grading WWE signees. Let's start with the champions, Tony Storm. I see. Uh... I see her as. She could have been an A if we'd done this a couple months ago. They made her a big deal. They made her champion. Yeah, she was a good wrestler, but to me, she's falling. I think me, it's falling. I'd say a B. B. I'm down with a B because
6: I because I think she's I think she's a bigger star than she was. She's getting a better showcase than yeah. she did in WWE. Christian. But... Oh, sorry. Oh, A. A plus. A plus. Yes, for sure. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm grading this in terms of did you improve them from how they did in WWE.
5: I agree. I agree with okay. that. I like that. All right. Adam Cole, baby.
6: Ugh. B minus. I feel like he's kind of even. Okay. But then, and I hate to grade it on like what he's been doing since the injury. Cause I know they're just trying to keep him in the mix, but I would go like if in, he had, in general. I'm like, he's about what he was in NXT.
5: I was going to go with a B plus for the time he's not been injured. So let's even this out to a B. Okay, hasn't been an A, which I'd hoped it would be.
6: Yeah.
5: Okay. It's early, but Adam Copeland.
6: Oh gosh.
5: (laughs) By the way, he needs to stop grimacing because when he grimaces, he looks like a he looks like an old man in the nursing home who just took out his dentures. (laughs) When he is looking at something and grimacing. Oh man! I
6: always think he looks like a large Marge when, when, uh, in the, <laughs> when, when,
5: when, <laughs> Every, everyone's favorite trauma from the '80s. Oh my God! Uh, By the way, I think they're, I think they're about, I think they're gonna turn him, and he's going to, like this side should, with side, side with, with the pressure eventually, eventually. And, my,
6: and then they can have a faction called My yeah. Two Dads.
5: Oh my God! This was the first I think this was he the be first game of the uh, of the
6: uh, of the <laughs> it makes yeah. Christian the Paul riser what do you think C plus
5: C plus C plus is in Yeah he is getting TV time
6: Yeah I liked I liked what I saw this week even though like it didn't okay. make me like him as a baby face
5: Right cuz he's murdering a man in front of his yeah. mom Right All right Andrade
6: uh, a minus. Really? Lately. I'd say this year, just in the last six months since Collision.
5: Okay, since so Collision, I'd say
6: he's been a. Well, I'd okay. say probably say B because the, the however long the two years he was here before Collision, I would say he was a C. So probably I was
5: gonna yeah. I, I I'll, I'll yeah. go with a B. Okay. Did Ari davari come from WWE?
6: I think so. Let's just go ahead. Yeah, and give he it was a cruiserweight guy, on. wasn't he?
5: Yeah. yeah. So no, Ari's enough. got an F. All right, Billy Gunn, A+. <laughs> a+. Even yeah. if he wasn't in WWE, this guy had to forgo probably a Legends contract yeah. to come over. Yeah. Billy is an A+. And he's
6: as big of a star as he ever was in WWE. Yeah. At, at least in terms of his placement.
5: 100%. I love what they've 100%. done with him. Yeah. Brian Danielson.
6: Uh, I'd say A. Okay, that's Not fair. Not A+, but A. Yeah.
5: Buddy Matthews. Uh I didn't see a lot of Buddy in WWE. Like I saw a few matches. Yeah. But he didn't seem like that big a deal, but I know he wasn't a nothing.
6: B minus? B. That's fair. Let's do I mean he's still kind of not that big of a deal, but he's at least I
5: mean he he's
6: in a successful team. Yeah. 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 FTR. Uh I would say A, if not a plus. I okay. think I think they've done about as well as you could do with FTR.
5: Okay. Claudio okay. Castagnoli.
6: Oh, A+. He's so much more effective now. Okay. He's a world beater. He's yeah. like a superhero. He's a guy I, you have he's, he's a he's a he's Mount Everest.
5: I want him to have a belt. I want him to have an AEW belt. No, All right. ROH belt. Jeffrey Hardy. Oh god, F. Okay. Matt Hardy. Uh D. Okay johnny tv f yes uh john moxley a plus yes all right keith lee c b c c C. i'd say c yeah malachi black b okay yes matt menard and angelo parker
6: a b a okay I'm good with that. They're, they have so much more upside than I ever thought they had in
5: Everyone knows who they are. Yeah, everyone yeah. knows who they are, and uh, and I kind of yeah. like. That what, doesn't what mean you're they're an right A star.
6: It's just C minus. C C minus. Yeah, C minus. Okay. He had that good run, and then now he's just sort of whatever.
5: He had an anarchy in the arcade match. It
6: was good. <laughs> <laughs> he
5: All right, yeah. hot and flexible. C J Perry. Um,
6: B minus.
5: I think that's fair because we're still seeing where that's going to yeah, go. Yeah. Brody Lee.
6: A A plus. Okay. They made, they made, yeah, they turned him it into was a, a real guy. He was a
5: very big deal. Yeah. While he was for there. For that brief time. Yeah. Parker <laughs> Joe. <laughs> well, considering he never made WWE TV, <laughs> I'm going to give him, I'm going to go yeah. D minus. Okay. Okay. Okay.
6: Paul White's knees. Uh, that's hard because he's pretty much done when they got him.
5: Yeah. Um, B- I don't think minus? B minus. Okay. Yeah. Like, the, B- I feel minus. like they're
6: using him the way he should be used is just like kind of a legend personality. I think Mark Henry should get at least a B just for his smile
5: at the yeah, end let's of those call, Ram- let's, segments.
6: Let's call a B plus. B
5: plus? Yeah. yeah i like his spot i really like his spot for him all right roderick strong
6: oh gosh that's a hard one (laughs) i
5: would in some ways
6: he's more over than ever
5: yeah i would go b plus okay b b yeah all right let's go with a b okay
6: was roosh wwe uh he never was wwe okay samoa jones uh a plus i mean he's he might be the next world champion so yeah i'd say a with room for a plus if he gets the belt okay so yeah we do my
5: keyboard is very dark i've got to look real close <laughs> all right sean spears
6: oh that's a tough one too because he's kind of like a he's kind of like a buddy matthews and you're like well what yeah or, or what was or, or his kind of like Pillman on the other side? Like how how? Yeah. What's his upside?
5: Was his perfect ten gimmick his upside in WWE?
6: Yeah. So let's say, see, C, I just say C, middle of the road. Yeah. yeah.
5: Boy, does that say
6: everything? Yeah.
5: I think Swerve's an, an A plus.
6: I think so too. Yeah, he I should think, be the next. He should be the guy beating MJF in December and just yeah. mercilessly. Just I think the only pro- the
5: only reason he's not is probably the timing. Yeah. we're gonna talk more about Swerve here. Athena.
6: Oh, a plus. A, a plus. Uh, never mind. I'm, I'm going to take the plus off because they keep her in yeah. Ring of Honor and not put her right. on TV. But right. in terms of how they present her,
5: Jamie Hater, I say a plus.
6: Yeah, was she ever in WWE? Was she in NXT? She was. She was in NXT. Okay. Yeah, I'd say um, plus.
5: yeah. I, just, I could. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure. Man. Hold on, let me look this I up. I hope real she's quick. coming
6: back. I remember this time last year. I think she was my favorite wrestler of the year in our end of year
5: awards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it'll be really interesting to go back over our, our, our end of the year last year
6: and our predictions. Which reminds me, when we're done with this list, I, I have an agenda item I meant to put on here to bring up to you.
5: Okay, great. By the way, she was not in WWE. Okay. I was incorrect. I know the next one was Marina Shafir.
6: S- C B. or D? I think. B? B because in, in, in just because in WWE they used her so badly. Okay. She's I'm actually gonna do, doing matches.
5: I'm going to do B minus. Okay.
6: That's fair. Because
5: I think they could do her better. Yeah. I think we've seen how they can do her better, but you're right. She is getting matches. Ruby Soho. This is an interesting one. Has she gone up a step or down?
6: I would say up until about a few months ago, she was up. Because when she turned so, heel, I thought, "Oh, she can't be heel." And then she was a really good heel, and now she's doing this dumb stuff where she's like flirting with Angelo Parker.
5: How about we do B minus?
6: Okay, yeah. Does that work? Yep. Angelo Parker is the minus.
5: Sareia. <laughs> I have they maxed. Do you think they've maxed her out? In the way I think they, they, they have her? maxed
6: her out. I mean, that Wembley main event is the best thing you could have done with her. Yeah, and they, and they and they did that. Yep. So there's, and they removed the belt probably when they should have. Yeah. What do you think? You, should we say B? I'd say B. B plus? B plus. In okay. terms of what yeah. she has left in the tank, I think yes. they used it well.
5: Ty Mello, I think they've done a, they did a very I'd good say job like with A minus. Yeah.
6: Deathmatch Queen.
5: Yeah. That's right. All right. And finally, Renee Paquette. Oh, A plus. A plus. Yeah.
7: I know it might cost you a little more in the long run, but just think how much more animated your crowds will be because. Yeah. I I think they should go back to the studio stuff with ROH. I think it was, it was better. You, they put more effort into it. I feel like, and it just, I, yeah, I would agree. And they need to, for ROH, they need to book smaller venues. They need to, especially for the, like the pay-per-view stuff, especially because I saw, uh, Friday night, I saw WrestleTix and Final Battle has sold 996 tickets as a Friday morning, and wow. they're in a 3,000 seat venue. Mm-hmm. And so, and Joey Janela quote tweeted and he was like, "This really sucks because he was like, they should be running a smaller venues, b." They should run in the New York market, which they should have ran Hammerstein. Like, we that was the rumor we thought we were getting. Then that makes sense because the ROH has history there. He was like, treat it like an indie and stop treating it like AEW Dr. Deluxe. Mm -hmm. He was like, you, the he was like, and somebody else other than Tony needs to book it because Tony is busy and has a lot going on. And he was like, Tony has too much. And so, and I was like, and this is coming from somebody who used to work in a w mm-hmm. joey doesn't he, he, he never has any he's not negative when he talks about aw and i know when he made that comment he wasn't even trying to be he was like this is what you should be doing because this is sad like mm-hmm. uh, these people are working their asses off like athena and billy starks need to wrestle in more than in front of more than a thousand people for this match that they've been building since august and i you know and i think that they've got to really take a because i was like isn't that isn't that what jeff jarrett was hired for wasn't he brought in to do ticket stuff like didn't they poach him because that he was doing like that was what he was doing special events or something over there and i was like isn't that his job like maybe let's pull him off of tv for a little bit and Mm -hmm. like fix use him for what he was hired for and try I to would have grabbed a map
8: and i would have literally looked at all the places like my spot that lost evolve and that platform when like covid and wwe the combination of the two just killed our promotion and wwn stopped playing here and they're only playing in clearwater now and i think that they should have taken a map and looked at places like that and gone this place already runs wrestling shows. It already has a wrestling community mm-hmm. and it has a mm-hmm. giant gap and we would be going to ROH shows four times a year. And we would be going to trying to go to death before dishonor because yeah. Yeah. it would have been, cause we, there's, and I know you had your Sam, your uh, promotion collapsed during COVID yep. and they <laughs> negligent combinations of things, <laughs> you know, happening. <laughs> now somebody got can burned spill. out and you think can... it is what happened <laughs> you think you can't run charlotte north carolina freaking well and like it's not even if RH? you don't
7: run charlotte there's concord which is a half an hour from here and that's where roh used to run nxt used to run there it's a smaller venue oh. but it's a decent venue and they could sell, but nxt could i mean uh roh could easily sell out stuff there um, i think that'd be better
2: Yeah, and Brad says that that ROH
7: has been been better recently, but it should be separate from AEW. I agree that it has gotten better, and I'm wondering if it's because he's handed the reins over a little bit. Uh, Eddie said, who would you guys... Uh, have ring ROH, not trying to be a smart ass. No, I know you're not going to be a smart ass. First of all, Maria needs to be in charge of the women's division. She was doing women of honor. Her and Bobby Cruz need to be given the book and let them completely book because what they've done with Athena has been incredible and they can, they are building up other women around her, which is great, but they need to. And I would put people who care about ring of honor. So you're Chris hero or Christopher Daniels, or even Matt Seidel, who still wrestles like th- these people who who have been there and they know what ROH is like and it doesn't have to run like it did in the 2000 in the you know the early 2000s in their heyday and things like that but there's people who know what ROH means and I think giving it, and those are people that I think Tony can trust because I think that's a lot of where Tony has issues is he doesn't like to give control away because he's afraid that if he does you know obviously it's his name like it's going to but I mean his name is struggling now so he's yeah. got to he's got to make some serious changes uh we're going into this was episode 40 of roh last thursday and we're going into he's had they've been on on our club well, almost a year now and and i think march will be a year uh, right around supercard and he's had so many like it started off really hot then collision came around and obviously that understandably got a lot of his focus um and then he stopped running orlando which i think like i get wanting the roh cr- wrestlers to be able to wrestle in other towns and expose them to people. So like, I get that concept, but, unless if, if you're not giving that book to somebody else, then you need to go back to having it in a central place. And so then people knew, okay, well, I can go to Orlando and I can, while I'm on vacation, I can go check out an Orlando, you know, once a month, I can go check out the ROH tapings. And that's what people were doing. They were planning their weekends around going to ROH. And so, and I don't know that's a very small niche group, but I mean, it's Something I would consider doing again. Well, run your tapings in different places so do like a, a four weeks of tapings in Orlando, then do four weeks of yeah. tapings in New York. Do four, come to the UK and do it, like yeah. two yeah. nights of tapings. Co-pro well, do... and do York Hall for two nights. You oh, yeah,
8: that would be oh, they great. can go to Dublin like, and do the, little just stadium take the where OTT runs. That little place where there, I guess the new place that OTT runs in Dublin is a lot of fun and it has like stuff yep. around it it's the place that uh john prefers over going to belfast and going to the national stadium i guess because there's nothing around there and everything closes so <laughs> it's I think it's
7: you want your audience to be excited and yeah. That's the, yeah yeah we need this rabid mm-hmm. audience back yes i agree I, like, love the european, I love UK the european i love UK and
8: irish they fans, can take a page out roundy. of the UK, i mean
7: out of the uh impact slash tna like it, impact and tna they take four episodes at a time they film and they go to atlanta like once every few months they're in atlanta and they're always they're at center stage which is a great venue and roh used to run center stage i used to i went down there like before mm-hmm. roh like when it was still like really hot we drove down and we went to the tapings at center stage because and that's a really great venue and they can run like impact also runs um they run in new york they run in canada and they do like all they've built these relationships and it's like the same four or five towns but i mean it's paying off for them and so i think roh could do something similar and like you said go to the uk and partner with some of these great promotions and you know rebuild. And like you said, a rabid fan base. I think that ROH's talent is good enough that they could build a rabid fan base around them. If they would just put in the effort. <laughs> All of the pixel pieces are there.
0: It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new 599 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips, because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal, simple, delicious, and just 5 dollars Now that's a good deal, only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.